Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. One of the things when we go around and ask about our culture is that people say it feels like a family and in that you can go and talk to anybody. If I'm roaming the halls, you know, just, you know, grab me and say, here's something that I'm you know, dealing with right now. Do you have any suggestions or here's an idea I have? And so I think that that is the most important aspect is just the camaraderie that comes from the fact that we're a very kind of open, transparent organization. This is the Business Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo. Thank you for taking the time to join me. I really appreciate you. In today's episode, my guest is Evan Goldberg, the founder and EVP of Oracle NetSuite. This is truly exciting for me as Evan is the founder of the cloud. (laughs) Seriously, though, he co-founded NetSuite with Larry Ellison in 1998. Believe it or not, that was three months before Salesforce. Evan has grown the company from a small office above a hair salon into a global organization that now works with more than 18,000 customers around the world. And starting with only four employees, they have now scaled and grown close to 10,000 employees. And the vision has always been the same. Deliver one system in the cloud that allows businesses to grow. In our conversation, Evan talks about his current role, his responsibilities now. He shares why diversity is important in leading a company and gives us some tips to keep learning, growing, and adjusting through all these transitions. And it's really amazing to hear that Evan is focused on ensuring culture and giving back is part of the company's DNA. Today's episode is brought to you by Slingshot a Canadian telecommunications leader in business VoIP services that empowers the emerging, growing, and innovative companies. Slingshot ensures that companies are communicating clearly to their customers, team members, and stakeholders. And unlike traditional telcos and other cloud providers, Slingshot understands what it takes to grow and scale a business. To learn more, go to slingshotvoip.com slash TBLP. And with that, here we go. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, Evan. Thanks for having me. Well, really appreciate uh, your time. Evan, can you start off by introducing yourself to our listeners today? Maybe you could tell us who you are and what you like to do when you're not growing or scaling a business. Sure. So let's see. <laughs> you know, I feel like um, I'm, you know, <laughs> accepting a lifetime achievement award. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, well, I was born in Newton, Massachusetts. No. Um, so yeah, I am uh, an entrepreneur. Uh, I've been in the industry um, now, um, gosh, 30 years. Um, and for about the last 20 years, little more than that. Uh, I've been building NetSuite um, and that's taken up most of my time um, and uh, it's been an incredible journey. 
Yeah, no, it's been an incredible journey. I come from uh, the technology background, and you've had quite a, quite a lot of successes. But we wanted to talk and with you today a lot of about leadership and what's happening. But before we get into a deep dive, maybe for those who are not in the technology space for the listeners, can you tell us about Oracle NetSuite, maybe your role, your responsibilities, and perhaps what you or the business is trying to accomplish over the yeah. next six to 12 months? Yeah, absolutely. So NetSuite is a software as a service. Um, you know, you sign up and use it for your browser to help manage co- sort of the core operations of your business. Um, everything from your accounting and finance, um, your customer relationship management, um, if you transact over the web, your commerce, um, your people, um, or HR, um, processes. Um, and we, you know, that's the vision that we had when we started the company back in 1998. Um, I had come from running my first startup in Silicon Valley. It's a badge of honor if you've had at least one startup fail. Um, so I checked that box, but I learned a ton in running my first startup and I learned that there just weren't great tools for fast growing startup companies um, that want to really get a handle on their entire business. So that was sort of the animating principle. I started the company with Larry Ellison um, and sort of that was my vision, um, you know, a system to run a whole business. And uh, Larry's vision was, uh, first of all, to start with accounting and finance, because that's sort of the core data about your business, you know, your your transactions, who you're selling to, what you're selling, et cetera, um, what you're spending on, (laughs) whether you're profitable. Um, and then that we would build out an entire suite. Um, but all, you know, the other thing that Larry added to the equation was his vision that all of these types of applications that people use to run their business would be delivered over the internet instead of what was basic, you know, was kind of the status quo at the time, which is that you run your own software and you have to buy the computers and you have to install the software. And if the software requires a database, you need to manage that. And his vision was, why should these people, why should these businesses, especially small businesses who don't have the resources have to do that? So we sort of combined those two ideas of a a suite to run your entire business and delivering it over the, the web. And that's why it was called uh, NetSuite. I mean, thank you for sharing. It's such, it's really inspiring in the sense that this was happening in the late 90s. Internet was fairly new. And since then, the company scaled and grown. I think um, to date, you're around 18,000 employees uh, worldwide. Uh, we it, within the NetSuite division, it's 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 you know it's approaching about 10,000 employees. Um, and you know, we started with four. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been some significant growth. Um, wow. You know, we're also, you know, we've passed quite some time ago and this is uh, publicly available information, you know, well over a billion dollars in revenue. That was sort of pro- about where we were when we were acquired by Oracle three years ago. And we've continued, you know, our rapid growth um, as part of Oracle, um, you know, approaching 20,000 companies using NetSuite. Um, so it's, it's, it's really been um, just a kind of, growth all the way all the way through for the past 20 years and of course we're considering how we can can continue to be this successful um over the next 20 years yeah congratulations definitely an amazing story um i'm i'm a fan when we talk about leadership 
and I guess leading companies in growth, there's a lot of talk about purpose. And I know, I know many thought leaders talk about finding your purpose, which helps you find direction and even grow visions, whether it's within the business or personally and, and to stay on track. How, how do you or your leadership team encourage and inspire your employees to find purpose? Yeah. Well, one of the most important things and um, the first step, I think, in having a vision is to have empathy. And I think empathy is, you know, an incredible, incredibly important attribute to strive for in all right. your personal and professional life. Um, if you just focus on 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 being empathetic, uh, that's the basis of, of great success, I believe. And so with our employees, it starts with making sure that they see what our customers are trying to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, how net and how, how NetSuite helps that. One of the things we do is we have field trips and everybody, you know, sale, people that sell the software and people that implement the, the service, they get to go out to customers all the time and they right. get to see these great customers that are changing the world in their own way that have a, a vision for a new type of service, a new type of product, a new business model. They see that all the time. The people that are developing the software and, and, and uh, answering questions you know, questions, those, they may not get that same uh, visibility. So we have things called field trips where we take engineers, um, the people that are working in the, in the data center to deliver the service, the people that are writing the code out to actual customer sites. And they get to meet the people in these companies that we're trying to serve. They get to see what animates them. Um, and these are sometimes for-profit companies, but we also, ha- you know, uh, serve a great many not-for-profit companies. So they really get to see um, organizations across the spectrum, what animates them, what their visions are, and how NetSuite plays a part. And I think once they see that and they hear from these uh, users, uh, that's what really drives their purpose on a day-to-day basis. And yeah. that's why we, you know, again, we started the company because I felt you know, when I was an entrepreneur the first time that I was held back in achieving my vision because of the lack of good tools to run my business. Mm-hmm. That alone, you know, because it's so applicable across so many different types of exciting businesses in every sort of walk of life and industry, um, that's what drives people, I think, on a day-to-day basis to excellence. I mean, I love that uh, the idea of field trips. And as you were talking Evan, I was thinking about when I was in grade school and you know those field trips to the museum and the art gallery and, and you really learn hands-on on what's happening so do you see uh, and the experience of your I guess not back office those who are not you know in the front line um, do you see a change when they come back and the stories that they fail and really driven to to really work hard absolutely um, you know there's there's nothing like, you know, seeing what you're building in action. Uh, And that's, you know, that's why I sort of got into this um, in the first place. Uh, Way, way, way back in the dark ages, when I first started using computers, uh, (laughs) you know, my focus was always on building things that other people would use. You know, one of the first programs I built was for our, uh, the math students at our school, um, a graphing program that helped them, you know, in algebra. 
And when I saw other students in the, you know, in, in my classes that I knew personally, and I could mm-hmm. see them using it, um, that was so, that was so exciting. It was, it was almost more exciting to me than the actual creation. You know, a lot of people that program, they're just seeing it on the screen and seeing what they can do. And that sort of power is what excites them. And I don't get me wrong. That's, that's great. Yes. But to me, it's more exciting when you see someone take that and do something useful with it. Yeah, and that's so I great. think that is exactly how, you know, the people that create our service feel um, when they go get to see, you know, people in other offices, warehouses, out, you know, in the on the street <laughs> with their phone um, using our technology. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And it, it's probably very satisfying. I could imagine um, when you see a customer looking at a feature or something that you developed. I mean, it's, it just probably blows my mind um, what would happen when you're, you're in the back office and not talking to your, your coworkers. I just wanted to switch it up a bit and talk about diversity. Diversity out in the world can mean many things. Why, why is diversity or why do you think diversity is important when you're leading a company now? Well, you know, I can only speak really for what we do and we serve an incredible diversity of organizations. We serve, or you know, and that diversity is it entails the geography. We serve com- you know, companies all over the world. Um, in the founders, the founders are a credibly diverse group from every sort of walk of life. You know, we serve in every industry, um, and including not for profits. And so, to, and, and then those companies themselves have a great deal of diversity. So when you look at the hundreds of thousands of people that are using NetSuite every single day, you're talking just such an incredible spectrum. And how can you deliver the ba- the best user experience for that spectrum, that vast spectrum, if you don't reflect, you know, all those different dimensions of right. diversity? And that's, believe me, it's really hard. Um, and it's not something you can do overnight. Um, and it, I think it's really important for companies that are starting now to have that built into their DNA. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it's a constant, um, effort to not only attract people from non-traditional sources. So you get people maybe from sort of non-traditional backgrounds, Mm -hmm. um, but also making sure they're successful in your company, creating an environment that thrives on diversity, um, where everybody feels valued and that you mentor people that may, you know, hit you know, these sort of invisible obstacles that are just there because of the way things have been done yeah. uh, when organizations weren't as diverse. And, and so it's really, there's a, you know, it has to be a multifaceted program to both increase and maintain diversity within your organization. And that pays huge dividends in an organization that's trying to serve, you know, a very, very diverse community. Yeah, and I can't even imagine because with upwards to or, or surpassing twenty thousand customers worldwide, I mean, it's 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 hard for me to even fathom like the, how diverse your customer mix is. So, I do agree. Um, having as many different folks within your team from all 
all facets of life is, is super important. Um, which which actually leads me to something that I, you know very personal is working with organizations, talking with business leaders who really value social impact. And I heard and I read a little bit about an initiative um, that NetSuite has. It's it's the pro bono initiative. I'd love it if you could share with us what that is how it works out, and and sort of the impact that you're seeing, whether it's within your organization or in the community. Yeah. Well, that's a really, really important part of our culture. Um, it has been for, you know, since near the beginning of the company. Um, the first time I saw that NetSuite could be helpful for not-for-profit, it was our local PTA. Um, and I saw that they had people, volunteers from all over, they, were, they actually had two copies of their accounting software because different people had to use it. It was sort of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I saw, you know, and we, we, we got Net, NetSuite up and running and it was a big benefit. You know, people could work at home. There was one source of truth, all that sort of things. The same kind of things that we offer to businesses. Um, so immediately I saw that there is an opportunity for us to help organizations, not-for-profit organizations that are trying to change the world in their own way um, to do good better. And that was the impetus for us to build our social impact program. And the social impact program consists not only of donations of the service to small social enterprises and charities um, that are doing great work, Mm -hmm. uh, but also this pro bono component where employees of NetSuite, of Oracle NetSuite, um, have an opportunity to help them succeed uh, with the technology. Because as you know, when you, you know, it'll, a lot of software. It's not just about having it, but it's getting it running and making yeah. it well and adapting it to your environment. So, you know, we basically draft employees to work with organizations, you know, of all different types, something that they may be passionate in uh, to help them succeed with, with NetSuite. And it's really a win all around for everybody. I mean, our employees, you know, get to experience NetSuite, you know, how it works in the, in the, in the real world, you know, maybe again, similar to field trips, they learn more about, about, about NetSuite, which is helpful, obviously for the company, Mm -hmm. Uh, for them, you know, they get to help an organization that, you know, may be doing terrific work. And that's, you know, that's obviously they believe in what we do on a day-to-day basis and helping all types of organizations. But I think there's a, there's, you know, there's kind of a special, you almost might say joy they get out of an organization of people that are volunteering or, you know, and are taking their, their energies to solve a problem in the world. And uh, so that's a win for them. And then obviously we believe that helping these organizations run more efficiently, having better visibility into their operations, having more control as they grow, um, being agile as they mm-hmm. see changes, all these things are so important um, in any kind of organization, and we think that we're helping them in a big way um, when we make NetSuite um, work well and adapt to their particular circumstances. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Join me at SuiteWorld, an annual celebration of Oracle NetSuite customers and partners in Las Vegas next month. It is going to be huge as they are celebrating the 10th anniversary of the event. They are promising four energy-packed days filled with networking opportunities, educational programming that will help NetSuite customers, partners, and developers unlock new possibilities in their careers and organization. 
hear success stories from entrepreneurs and business owners that have used tech to gain the visibility, control, and agility to unlock growth. There will be strategy and technical sessions for handling the biggest business changes across different industries. And what I'm really excited about is networking with over 8,000 global business leaders. To learn more, go to the episode show notes, and I hope to see you there. That's really huge. I come from a technology background, and I think you said it at the top, Evan, was that it's not only one to get the solution, but it's actually to get it to work with your business, integrated with business processes and ensuring that it's a tool and not a, not not something that no one understands and we're just paying for. So, I, I mean, first off, I just really have to say I love that it's titled Pro Bono because it makes me think of right off the lawyers helping the non-for-profits but well, that's, yeah, that, that was i i've seen that you know i have uh <laughs> i have family members that are in the legal profession yeah and, and who get really animated by the pro bono work that they do and that you know that was sort of one of the kind of germs of the of the idea that um that that turned into our netsuite social impact pro bono yeah no that's great and it sounds like um to me evan and correct me if i'm wrong this this pro bono program, if I was uh, if I was part of the organization, I don't necessarily have to be in the same area. I could help because it's a SaaS product wherever I am because I'm passionate about that organization's mission and vision, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we um, it doesn't have to be in your geography. It doesn't even have to be in your sort of day-to-day duties because we package up work that, that so that someone – in our organization who's technically proficient but doesn't necessarily isn't experienced in implementing NetSuite nevertheless can help make a report work or make a new type of Mm -hmm. work. we package it up in such a way and it's great because they learn more about about NetSuite in areas that they don't know we also have the opportunity for people to adapt their actual day-to-day skills um, even if they don't involve NetSuite uh, to help an organization so obviously we have some incredible sales and marketing people Mm-hmm. Um, and not-for-profits have to do sales and marketing for obvious yeah. reasons. They have to sell, sell and market to their donors. Um, they have to build alliances, which really is to a large degree marketing and selling yourself to other organizations or governmental agencies. Um, that's, that's a big part of what um, not-for-profits do. And we have some skills that we can bring to bear and hopefully be helpful in that regard. So um, we've really you know, grown the program, adapted the program for you know, different types of ways that our employees can take uh, their skills and their passion, their energy, and apply it to, again, help these uh, these great charities and social enterprises do good better. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. It's really an inspiration in terms of that and, and helping other organizations do good. A couple of questions, um, because it's so, um, just to see how NetSuite grown in scale. Um, one question that I personally want to know, because... Um, as companies grow and scale, sometimes there's, I guess, this tendency to become an institution, which which would dampen, you know, that startup inspiration or that, you know, that hustle of when you were four people. How did you, or what are the things that was implemented that kept this from happening at NetSuite? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of the things when we go around and ask about our culture is that people say it feels like a family and mm. in that you can go and talk to anybody if I'm roaming the halls, you know, just, you know, grab me and say, here's something that I'm 
you know, dealing with right now? Do you have any suggestions or here's an idea I have? Um, and so I think that that is the most important aspect is just the camaraderie that comes from the fact that we're a very kind of open, transparent organization and keeping connected to your, to your past is incredibly important. If you want it, you know, to know where you're going to go, you have to know where you've been. Mm-hmm. Forget that. And so we celebrate our history. We celebrate our founding. And, you know, this is exactly what you talk about has been a big issue for us. Not only did we grow as an independent company, but then we became part of an even larger yeah. organization. You know, Oracle has 150,000 employees. How do we preserve that feel, that culture for that we had way back in the day? And a lot of it is about recognizing our history. It's about connecting. It's about going and visiting you know, all, you know, we have offices all over the world and I spend time going and visiting all of them and answering questions and, and, and just, and also just making sure that all, you know, we get so many new people coming in all the time. Mm-hmm. They understand where we're, where we've been, um, where we are and where we're going. Yeah. And, um, I guess speaking about the acquisition of, uh, Oracle's acquisition of NetSuite, um, as, as the leader, of NetSuite at the time and seeing these opportunities and I guess the vision of the future, how did you, I guess when it was happening, whether did you communicate it with your executives and then when it was accepted or going through, how was it communicated to the rest of the organization and, you know, going, as you said, going into an organization at 150,000 strong? Yeah, well, um, this was a situation where uh, the principals at Oracle were very familiar with NetSuite. I started the company with Larry Ellison, and one of the mm-hmm. first things that happened when we joined Oracle is Larry sat down in front of all of our product development team and just told them his sort of vision for NetSuite. And sure enough, it comported with the vision we had all along. It was funny because people were saying, <laughs> oh, he really gets NetSuite. I'm like, um, yeah, he was the founder. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he gets it. So this was, that was a great aspect of, of the situation. But, um, you know, I think we've been able to operate um, in a way that, you know, didn't break the things that we were doing really well, but add, was additive. We're taking advantage, for example, of Oracle's cloud infrastructure to deliver the service. And that's been an amazing collaboration. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, what's important in any kind of acquisition is that you make sure sort of first do no harm, the sort of Hippocratic Oath and preserve what's great about that organization. And, you know, that includes obviously trying to keep people. And we've had incredible retention of people across this border of, uh, of, of becoming part of Oracle. Uh, but it's also, you know, making sure that that culture, that animating vision is still there and then be additive. Once you've got, you know, you've made sure that you've, you've, you've kept the, the, the great things happening and kept it running as it was running you know, before that you are additive and uh, Oracle has a ton to offer to the NetSuite organization. And we've been um, pleased to take advantage of that. No, that, that's great. Um, you as a business leader changed. I mean, you started as an entrepreneur, um, one with a failed startup, one with a, you know, super successful exit. I guess where, where you are as, um, I guess, a new phase. We don't call it an exit. We call it a transition. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like that better. A transition. Transitionally, <laughs> in, the, in the world of uh, VC and private equity, it would be called an exit. But for the people involved, 
it was just going it was going through a door not going out <laughs> yeah it was a yeah definitely um yeah i mean cuz it's it's really interesting and i've talked to many many business leaders i guess for you and where you are as a business leader in your career and everything you've learned like how do you keep up to learning and growing and adjusting through these transitions <laughs> evan and, and to continue to be an effective leader yeah, that's a great that's a great question, and obviously that's one of the things that Oracle is additive for us. Um, Oracle is has business applications for much larger companies. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a very very sophisticated organization that builds that. So it starts with just sort of at home learning from these new colleagues that we have. Um, I continue to learn an incredible amount from Larry Ellison himself. He's been a mentor for my whole career, and I've been so so lucky to be associated with him. And I continue to um, just be amazed by uh, his vision and, and, and his execution. So, you know, that starts there. You know, I, I, I try to cultivate relationships in my life that I don't look for people that necessarily have business expertise, but I do think that, you know, I've managed to develop a set of, of friends and and, and even relatives. Um, mm-hmm. My brother-in-law is the CEO of Coursera, um, an incredible company. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, I think a lot of it comes from just learning how people think. Uh, it, and you learn that by seeing them sort of think on their feet in action. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to read business books. Uh, mm-hmm. and when, I, when I do read, I, I generally like something that's a little more escapist. And so I think a lot, a lot of what I learn comes from my relationships and, and both internally at Oracle, obviously people I meet from a business perspective outside of Oracle and people in my, um, my personal life. And I really like to cross reference, um, across domains. And I think that, you know, this is exactly what we talk about when we talk about, you know, some of the ideas of business helping not for profits and social enterprise, but in the in the in the new world where, as a business, you have a lot of different stakeholders uh, besides just the shareholders. Um, there's a lot to be learned from the non for profit world and what and how they achieve their objectives because that's something that again businesses have more to do than just create profits and integrating some of the great ideas there. I think is incredibly helpful. So. I think it's the business relationships, the personal relationships, but that are across domains. Um, how, you know, what's happening in education and how, you know, I have, you know, friends and colleagues that are in that sphere and we have to educate our users. We have to educate our employees. What's, what's happening there that may be relevant to us. And so that kind of cross domain, you know, cross pollination, I think is, is incredibly important. It kind of, you know, and, and, Steve Jobs talked about it and why he always felt like a liberal arts education is sort of the best preparation. You can't build great user experience if all your experience is in tech. And uh, I think that's sort of, that's been, you know, uh, an important principle for me in leadership. Evan, is there anything going on in your world, anything that you're super excited about, any events that you may want to share with the listeners today? Well, um, we actually have the 10th, uh, anniversary of sweet world coming up and that's our user conference um we hold it every year and this year there'll be 
about 10,000 folks, um, many wow. different users of NetSuite, um, getting together just to share their experiences. And, you know, uh, we show off uh, some of our latest capabilities and what we're thinking about for the future. I'm sure there'll be a lot of interesting stuff about AI and analytics and um, you know, a lot of great, a lot of great stuff. And it's just a really awesome opportunity for our user community to collaborate and, and bring home some new ways that they can get the most out of NetSuite. Great. And where, where could we find more information about SuiteWorlder? Yeah, well, right on our website um, at netsuite.com. Um, there's you just <laughs> on the front page, we'll be telling telling you about Sweet World. It's coming up in April, about the third week in April in Las Vegas, Nevada. So that's kind of fun. And that's where you can go to get um, all kinds of good information about NetSuite and might, how it might help uh, your organization. Oh, great. And and we'll for sure put a link uh, directly to your website and in Sweet World as well on this episode page. Thank you for sharing that. Evan, before we end, I'd love to get some final thoughts, observations. Ideally, what we like to share is actionable recommendations that you could share with the growing business leaders who are listening today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, when I have an opportunity to uh, chat with, you know, fast growing businesses, entrepreneurs that are building fast growing businesses, um, you know, I always basically all I can do is just say what sort of worked for us. And one of the key elements of our success is that we really, um, we had a vision and we stayed true to that vision now through 21 years. And, um, you know, it's been, it can be stated in many different ways, but, you know, for us, it's, it's, you know, everything uh, you need to grow your business all in one place. And, and so that all in one place and everything and everything working together, that's animated everything we've done. And so even though you may get there's distractions and you may have to bob and weave a little bit. You, you really need to always keep uh, the focus on your vision in mind. And that, at least that's what my observation has been um, in growing NetSuite. Great vision. Evan, to close, can you tell us where we can find more information about you, um, your company, or anything else that you want to share with us? Um, yeah, sure. So um, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, it's Evan Goldberg and, uh, you know, try to get on there every periodically and uh, post some stuff of interest and then of course um as i said everything you need to know about netsuite is right there at netsuite.com awesome evan thank you so much for joining us on the business leadership podcast thanks for having me that's it biz leaders thank you for joining me on the business leadership podcast this was episode 147 with evan goldberg if you want to learn more about evan Oracle NetSuite, Sweet World, or anything else that we discussed, please go to thebusinessleadership.com slash 147. Join me on my private Facebook group where I discuss this episode, answer your questions, and connect you with other like-minded business leaders. Simply search for the Business Leadership Group directly in the Facebook. Thank you again to our episode sponsor, Slingshot, a Canadian telecommunications leader in business voice of IP. Slingshot understands the growing needs of business leaders and partners with you to ensure that your company is aligned to your vision, growth, and sustainability of the future. And if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment on your favorite podcast player. Thank you again. Edwin signing off. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Thank you.